Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> also, I looked at the notes. We've been with it freeballing. We've got some people. We've got some topics. We, got we can show. just talk about our bracket the entire time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Mine's fucked. Go through well, we our, could... our, our five rankings and I can tell you about all the games I've watched. Well, I'm going to ask you to bring up the rankings. Later. We can talk about Wesley's bracket specifically. What Wesley? Do you, how, how many? How many do you have? You, you've got to have. I have ten of sixteen. Um, I'm not sure. Wow! Did you open you the let, door, Steve? Did I you open did, the door? Yes, I let no, everybody. We're, in. we're right. live. We're live to 19 wonderful folks Hello. here. Sorry for the delay, but technical difficulties, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for being patient. This is the show now, right? We for the, this is, if you this guys, is for the you, live folk. The, the people are watching oh. us live, hanging, okay, hanging okay. out. But, if, but we can all fuck off, and you guys can talk about this <laughs> live. And well, I guess three mugs wouldn't be on the screen if we were. On it'll here. get clicks. Why can't we just fucking leave this as it is, and then go cut cut off of this into the like a cold open, and then nice. go into the show. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. I don't get how my max score is could possibly be one higher than you. I'm 149 and you're 148, but you're in first with 44 points. Because so. you you probably have somebody that's coming out of the east that's still alive. Right. Kevin would have one okay. less option, one less possibility with somebody Mar- who Mar- be got Marquette's out for me, which means I lose the east, but what fucked me in the world i don't think that anybody had you know the prop nobody's gonna have it's like the princeton game nobody's got princeton no so you know you're you're, you're just you're fucked oh my bracket is disgusting (laughs) it's even worse than those rankings because my possible is like (sighs) 90 something yeah but you're, you're dead if um your final like, if, dead. If, if, yeah. if you lose a final team first game, that that means you you don't pick up in like Mm-mm. if Purdue would have gotten beaten by let's say um, right second or third round yeah Mich- Michigan like Michigan State 
to go to the Elite Eight, you would have got all those points that they would have yeah. racked up. But for them to for them to lose to mm-hmm. FDU here, I mean, every just... everybody had Arizona over Princeton. Right. Nobody yep. had that fucking game. No, I didn't. Nope. I don't give a fuck. I had Arizona going to the, the final four. The Chancellor of Princeton had Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it's yeah. between, if it's between, I got I, I have Bama beaten Texas, but in retrospect, after watching the uh, the tournaments, I would have picked. I would have chosen Connecticut against Alabama. Connecticut. That's who I have in my college buddies. I, I, I think Connecticut. I think Connecticut can win the whole thing. I think if, that's I, one if I had to pick somebody right now, I'd pick Connecticut. Where's my East? Because they got well, that. They, they got that bull inside, and they got that that, that seven foot two freshman that 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 comes in for them. And I kick in place. If UCL makes it to the final, I win our bracket. If you see Patino's going if to UCLA, Bar- doesn't. They're going to have a hard time. Gonzaga always goes just far enough, but and then not they fuck you. Yeah, but, then, but they ain't <laughs> Gonzaga. Gonzaga might get by UCLA, but they ain't getting by. They're not getting by Connecticut. So what's what's the difference maker in me and Kev's brackets? Like, what one game do I need to pay attention to? Because I haven't let watched me, any me, yet. Me, where's where's yours at? Let me see. Let me just look at your bracket. Got it up now. Boy, they give you a lot of available screen space to look at your fucking bracket. Right? What is this huh? shit? <laughs> there we go. Okay, so he's got Bama, Purdue, Houston, UConn, and you like I have the same as you do. I like if like you on that one side, if Bama doesn't come in, you're the same as I am. You don't have uh-huh. a fi- you don't have a finals. I think that you've got. You've got two ones left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you've got more points. Yeah. You have two one seeds. So, UConn Gonzaga is probably what you should be looking That's for. That's what I had, too. Uh, UConn Gonzaga. Not that it makes a fucking Because if UConn, UConn Gonzaga and then Houston, Texas. Mm. If this, if this here can, if this one four can hold for you, you'll probably win our whole thing. That's that's what you're looking for. Whereas I, I would, I would feel really bad taking y'all's money with this shit. <laughs> Does the uh... spin it on a fucking uh, a, a, a sports book on a game that you know nothing about? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, have well, they fired not... the wholesale butcher that happened to walk onto the court and coach Purdue this tournament, <laughs> or does he still have a job? I I saw him uh, like. Two days ago at Baskin Robbins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what behind, flavor did he get? <laughs> behind the no, he was behind the cup. Oh, okay. I just got mine in a cup. I don't prefer really, I don't break my so, teeth on one of those cones. David says he has an NWO tapestry made up at his local print shop. I wanna, I wanna oh, that's see awesome. that. Nice. Oh, shit. So, Is there a way he can tweet that at us or email one of us he or something? Tweet us, or he could. Uh, yeah, you could email it too. You could do. Uh, Send us that shit. We'll throw it up. Here, I'll put my email. Wow. I tell you, we don't want to wait on a Zoom. Tennessee beat the shit out of some people physically, right? That Duke game, man. They look like they, I, I, I thought they were soft, and I said, oh, maybe not. <clears throat> nine to one on. I'll be in Vegas tomorrow, Kev. Do you want? Do you want nine to one on Connecticut? I mean, I, I, 
No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take nine to one on Connecticut. Now, did oh, you pick? Against... I could find eleven. I don't know what the Vegas odds will be. Yeah. Kev, did you pick against Tennessee because you, like you just didn't want to like? No, we lost. We lost our point guard to an ACL tear right before the tournament, uh-huh. and they and they played like shit against Missouri. They had one thing. They had eleven turnovers in the first uh, half, and I just thought that they didn't have enough time. They had the talent. I just didn't think they had enough time to take somebody to run their offense. Oh. Like to take it to, to, because that guy played so many minutes, and what they've ended up doing is taking that. Uh, I don't know. I can't pronounce his name, but Bert, Bert, he's a white dude. Uh, well, Roll that one. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's the shorter of the four and two. There's a big seven foot one, uh, like Croatian or something, or plays for Plavic or some shit. Huh. I don't have time to fucking know these people's names anymore. Did he paint that picture? No, that's behind you. That's that's actually from the Ukraine. That's why there's so much blue, Ukraine blue and, blue yellow. and yellow in it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to say that I was ahead of the curve when I bought this. Oh, okay. Anybody watch Raw this week? I heard about the promo at the Bueller? end. Bueller. I, I watched. I watched <laughs> the segment. <laughs> I, I'm not watching WWE as much as I'm watching the Bloodline story. That's. Uh, I'm, I'm watch. I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching. Uh, I'm a raw guy, so I watch. I've been watching that. Kev's I doing thought, homework. He's coming prepared. No, I, I just think that it was actually kind of interesting that um, they think they made a match last night. Like they made a mania match where Kevin. They've had the storyline with 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 Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens. They became lovers on I think SmackDown. The hug turned around the world. They they got back together, but Co- Owen left in a like a charger. That was a good choice of rentals. Oh. And uh, <laughs> no, it is. I mean, those things are important. You don't want to leave out in a fucking volt. But, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so they had you know they they had their moment. They went we, we you know Sammy Sammy Kevin Kevin and all the Usos came out. Uh oh. Nuso said, "Yeah, we got the straps, and they caught them. Uh, they, they caught uh, Owen and Zane gazing at the WrestleMania goes Hollywood up up in the rafters, and the Usos music just happened to hit right when they were just falling in love. <laughs> and uh, damn it, <laughs> had to turn around and, 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 and deal with that situation. And lo and behold, by God, you know what? We just so happen to be the unified tag champions, and we don't have a dance for WrestleMania. And you two just got together. What do you say we do this? One brother to the other. No, I don't think so. Whisper, whisper. You're on. <laughs> Fucking money. Um, no, so but actually, really, this late, this, this late, this in, it's nice to fucking you know get another match. Yeah, that's that's there, there has to be foresight in order for that to happen. I'm really surprised that they're not going with that for night one main event. Like, I don't know what other match they think is going to have a bigger. I, I know. I 
I just know that I, as a worker, wouldn't want to cover that. I wouldn't want to follow it. Yeah, yeah. I think Rhea and Charlotte are gonna gonna be That's... amazing, but there's just not a story there beyond we love Rhea. Like... Everybody, everybody on this uh, on this uh, screen right now knows about the quarterback sneak play that we have in our arsenal. I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it at that. So I, I, I we're not gonna think... surprise anybody. No, I think yeah. everybody knows we have the quarterback sneak option. So I just think that the, the world needs to know who everybody is on the quarterback sneak option. Uh, Coach Rosie wants to know if you know your WrestleCon times um, for, ne- for next weekend. Wrestle, WrestleCon, I go 9 to 2, and then I think there's the a sec- second one on Friday. Mm-hmm. Not, nine, to, 9 to 2, and then maybe – Five to, I don't know, eight or something like that. I don't know what the frick. And then the other two are just uh, nine o'clock till to two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm gonna be there on Tuesday. I'm flying in. Well, for to San Diego, and then Wednesday. I'm there Wednesday through Sunday night. I think I get in Thursday at like eleven p.m. Oh, sweet. Just make just make sure you fucking just. I'm just Mister. Get there. Yeah. Have a have a restaurant open somewhere, right? I'll, yeah, yeah. Or room service. Uh, I've never been to L.A. before, so it's going to be – I'm pretty interested. My brother's going with me, too. He's a character. You know, a lot of times it's proved too much for the man. <laughs> <laughs> that was – Took a second. Going back to find a simpler place and time. I know you will. Oh, let just... me not – Train to Georgia. Train. Train to Georgia. From L.A. to That sounds terrible. Oh, oh man. my God. That's like six days. That's terrible. Not if you have, like, Roosevelt's body in the train with you. That's kind of cool. Yeah, this one time I had, to, I had to go from Georgia to fucking L.A. on the train, but it's all right, man. President Roosevelt's body was, like, the next car up. <laughs> Here's a David's tapestry, by the way. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So there we go. Oh, yeah. does, Car- does Carol King at any time sing around that? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, Brian Haremza wants Nash karaoke. You basically have it every week. That should be one of our live events. I, like the fucking, I, 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 I'll kill some suspicious minds. Dude, that was always my go-to, Elvis. Yeah. Well, I guess you see <laughs> what you're doing to me. I do you think I could? I think like one of those those karaoke booths in like Koreatown hold like twenty five or thirty people. Do you think I could get thirty people to pay a hundred bucks? Live show. That be enough? Yeah. No. Hell, yeah. No. For an hour. <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> Just Nash doing karaoke. Nobody no. More than we're so, making a night. So, me and my buddy Ben, he was he, he was playing uh, pro football. We're in Birmingham together, and um, we're injured. So we've you know now now we're mobile, and I'm on crutches. This is after I blew my quad out, and uh, I'm I'm mobile and can and get around on crutches. And we're going to different. And on Wednesdays we find this bar that is karaoke bar. So we go up 
just fucking around and we sing Elvis together. And the, I mean, the people are like fucking, this is like serious, you know, this is like uh, fucking American Loves Talent or one of them fucking bullshit. Yeah. You can tell I watch those. American Loves <laughs> Talent. Yeah. America loves people that are on the screen. America loves the voice. <laughs> Mer- America loves Terry Crew. I know he's America on loves one the of voice those. talent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, so you think you can dance, sing America? <laughs> but uh, the masked. Yeah, the people fucking got shitty. Yes. I mean, just super shitty. Like, no, this is a serious thing. The guy goes up there and hits, you know, uh, mother. I said, oh, sorry. Sorry, Dio. Sorry, buddy. Okay. I thought this was a fucking, you know. Yeah, some people take that fun. Very yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. How about when people boo? What? <laughs> Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. I have I have booed some local fucking like when those people like on a Wednesday show up at some restaurant you go to and there's an outdoor tiki bar, you know, and there's some guy out there. Come Monday, it'll be all. I'm like, get the fuck out, you know. If you've seen Jimmy fucking the fuck yeah, out of here. If, if you've seen Jimmy, all you all you've saying is Jimmy Buffett and fucking Bob Marley since I've been here off tune, right. like. I gave a guy 50 bucks one time. I said, I'm going to be out here in a half hour. You just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'll give you 50 bucks not to play. Like, <laughs> you know, my son was a musician. I mean, like, like, I was like, like, I'll give my kid 100 bucks. Have him go up there. At least it sound good. <laughs> fucking hell. It's to play something more contemporary. Exactly. A fucking yacht rock. <sighs> if. It, when you go down to Florida, especially say, a couple of those outdoor beachfront oh. flagler <laughs> establishments. Jesus Christ! If you don't hear a cheeseburger in paradise six times a day, I'm like motherfucker. And every fucking guy there is overweight. He's got his sunglasses pulled up on the top of his head, but he's completely raccooned. He's so fucking burnt from yeah. here down. He's got the white fucking eyes, 
And for some reason, all these motherfuckers' T-shirts have a front pocket. I don't know where you get the T-shirt <laughs> with the front pocket. These motherfuckers all have that small pocket in the front. Like, who... Is that like a, re- a prerequisite if you fucking live in Alabama? Or? It's it's called the Flagler. Uh, it's the style. <laughs> if you look in the category catalog, <clears throat> some open mic nights in Pittsburgh are horrendous. Get, like, do they have anything on the South Side? Uh, yeah, I think they do. I don't go to the South Side too often, but I would almost imagine they do. So I'm in is, like. The- is that where you I, get I, killed, the South Side? Yeah. You, no, you I dig. I dig the South Side. It, it well, so you're nine feet tall. I, you know. <laughs> but they you um, can dig the South Side. The South Side, like they have some like just a strip of bars and everything like that. So it's just like if you're going out down there to party, that's a, it's a good time. But uh, they still got that uh, like a blues bar down there. Like so, it's they kind got, of a blues rock and roll. They have they, they, usually on the weekends that used to have live music. They they still have li- have live music there, but there's um they got rid of a lot of like the the music bars and the college kind of bars that there was like a big area that was called like Saddle Ridge was one which was like a country bar and they got rid of that that happened. I'm, like- I'm going to name one. This is way before your time. It was called Catula's. Catula's. It was a small place, and. The guy had a piano in there, and he had one hand, and the other hand was like some kind of a, either a hook or something, but he played piano and bartend, and um, it was like this, it, it was, I think at some point David Lynch was going to use it in a, in a scene, and he <laughs> just forgot, he, yeah, and he just forgot, and they fucking just kept it running. They left it. <laughs> I mean, it was like being on a movie set. You'd be like, what the fuck? You know, all of a sudden somebody would come in with a fucking turban on. What the fuck? A dwarf just walking backwards for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> context. piano bars there, but like, yeah. like Murdoch's or something. It's called Charlie Murdoch's. That's what it's called. And then yeah, this one here was, this was, a, this was, a, this was, a, this was a, somebody out there, uh, uh, hopefully and one, one of our listeners had, will have been to Catula's. Catula's. I'll have to. I'll have to ask some of my buddies about that that have been in Pittsburgh longer than me. God, it's been. It's it's so long ago. I mean, I mean Birdie Steakhouse was there out on towards the airport. And, oh, yeah, Hyder's place. Steve, how many views did we get the day you went crazy and dumped all those videos? Um, on that I mean, just that one day. I think it was build. seventy. I, I think it was seventy six thousand. Seventy six thousand on on one day. Let me fill it up to be sure. We just we just had it up. Did you just dump a ton a ton of clips. Yes, well, because there were a bunch of clips that because what I do is I schedule I make sure there's a short clip and a long clip and that they go out at the same time every day. But then we had a bit of a backlog of things ready to be scheduled to get put into the back of the line, and then there were a lot right. of clips like "Is Alec Baldwin Guilty?" Kevin Nash's unreleased songs. They like weren't right. gonna play very well if I put them in the back of the line because the back of the line is like July, right? So I just dropped them all at once as I went through. So, so like, in other oh, words, what, what you're saying that our, our our listeners got a bunch of shake. <laughs> you can still smoke it. You can still smoke it. Won't get us high. Make a hey, pinner. Fuck. Fuck, I, I, well, there, sometimes, sometimes like, you do that single bong hit, man. That the pull out bong hit. 
you know, the, you light it and you pull it out to, to fucking Oops. get the. That was that was my that was my my go-to in college. My pull out the cafeteria tray, clean the seeds, grind a little on that fucker, do. I tried to hold that motherfucker till I got out the back door of the fucking chalk door. So it was 64,000. 64. So, and then the day before, the day we released the episode was uh, 39. So every now and again, I think we should, we should, we should dump on them. Take a big dump. So are the people that, the people that are subscribed and get notifications, do they just get fucking blasted with an individual email for every You know what's funny? I want to say something about this. But... I was going over the, some of the data, and I was sending Kevin some, like, videos of the screen. And uh, do you know the the ratio of unsubscribed to subscribed? Yeah. Of, like, the millions of views we have is, is 50. It was 5149. That's really good, actually. Most channels are around 30, 90 or 30, 60. Really? So only 36% on an average channel. Of, so we're so here we are. We're 5148. Right. So I was looking at that like, oh, man, we have to push the subscribe button more. But you're saying that's good? So I'm going to. I'm going to pull up a different channel, but I'm going to... Oh, bring up somebody oh, else's no. channel. Oh, Let's no, guess no. who it is. Come on. I'm Delete this shit punch, as soon as we're done recording. I'm going to punch in on a different channel in a way where anyone watching this won't know what channel. Oh, what fun is that? But you have to do, oh, you have to do an impression Steve. of the host. Steve, what do you have left to lose, Steve? Put up the fucking... <laughs> a lot. I'll have nothing to do with this. <laughs> you put it up, and then we'll do impressions of the host. So... All right. I like that not, picture you sent me, Sean. Not going to tell you who, but forty-two fifty-seven. Oh, okay. It's not bad though. That's still pretty good. Like, we only beat that by six percent of subscribed, and that's in the last twenty-eight days as well. For whatever that's worth. right, right. I've been told I need to stay closer to my microphone. Did you see that? It was like, fucking yeah. TV. I was like, what? So. <laughs> Once again, not going to say which channel this is, but 6237. Okay. That the general, about a third are only, about only a third are su- subscribed is the general rule. That we're way above it. But All right. you're right. Well, Let's get more fucking good. subscribers. Okay. Let's get the gold one. That's pretty sweet, though. What's the gold one? How many do you have to have? One million. Fuck. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can spray paint this. That second fucking hurdle on the fucking steeplechase is a little is a little steep. Yeah. We couldn't go a hundred to five hundred to a million, like three grades. God, <laughs> a half a million to anything. What do we do on the rankings with the podcast? Oh, what's seven? I think we're at we're 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 at seven. We opened at seven. Jumped three to seven today. I don't understand these things. It's, yeah, the little green arrow says went up three, but we were seven we, both we, days. Yeah, we, we jumped seven to seven. Or jumped three to – started in seventh and then jumped three to seventh. <laughs> so well, this we, makes more sense. No change, right? So rank number seven, no change. Yeah. Number seven, no change, but that probably might have happened yesterday. <clears throat> uh, we jumped 79 in Canada sports. Oh, what did, did I talk about? about? Did you I mention might... Tim Hortons or what? I think wow. I might have talked about the original original six Canadian. I Y'all, talked. 
Look at the number one sports podcast. Spitting chicklets. chicklets. That's hockey, I guess, right? That is hockey, yes. yes. Sports. Wow. Uh, let me see if said, pardon, pardon me is if that's a syndicated on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, F1. They love, they love F1 where, in Canada. Where's, um, where's McAfee show at? They, they probably maybe not Canada. Let's see. Let's see how they. They don't that. allow it there. Twenty are we? Twenty seconds. Twenty two. Trump seventy nine spots to what? Dude, Bukaki's sounds like it's a t shirt. Just based off of one dude's misspelling. Man, I think he purposely misspelled it to lead off the trail that he's like it's in his favorite tabs. Did we beat Don Cherry? Like I don't watch enough videos to know how to spell it. So what number were we? Seventy we something. We were we we jumped seventy nine spaces to be one seventeen. Oh, so I had the top one hundred up, but still seventy nine spaces on a on a chart at all. Something happened. Yeah, another one hundred and seventeen, and we're we're number one free. Baby. Next next week's uh, episode, Bret Hart, <clears throat> Toronto Live <laughs> Show. I always like when they had the 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 numbers from India. You're like the two thousandth one hundred and thirty, like. But then you do the math against the three billion people. You're like, oh fuck, we're t- it's not bad. <laughs> that's like that's like stuck at seven. That's <laughs> like when um when you hear about how well I think it was Downton Abbey, a show in Britain, did for a while. Oh, that show had like I think they were saying like six or seven million views. And as an American, I'm like, that's that wasn't a whole lot. And then you had to Google how many people actually live in the Great Britain. So it's like that's half of all households that's way yeah. too many oh yeah that's way too many <laughs> my, wife, my, no. my wife my wife wa- would watch all of those like it, it, i just want to meet the dude <laughs> that like dvrs that shit i want to i want to drive across country with that <laughs> motherfucker because every every fucking fifteen minutes, I'm just gonna look up. Because I'm not giving the wheel up to that. No way. <laughs> I'm gonna look over to my right and go, really? <laughs> DVR the motherfucker. Did you ever fuck with the crown, Kev? I mean, I shit in Jerry's crown one time, but I mean, nobody can prove that. <laughs> No, I never fucked with the King's Crown, but I know it got shit in. I always liked Jerry. So. Thought he threw threw a good punch. (laughs) Did you you finish your honor? I don't know. We we may not be able to talk spoilers, but you saw the finale. Yeah, well, I mean, it was kind of like. I didn't. Last of Us. I was kind of like, eh. Yeah. I'm not saying anything, Sean. Was it just a season finale or was it a series finale? They're saying it's a series finale, but the entire season one, they said there wasn't going to be a season two, and then there was a season two. So who the fuck I, knows? I mean, they could very easily. I mean, it ends with her on his doorstep. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say who or what doorstep. He's, 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 he's fucking with you guys. It's... <laughs> Yeah. What's the uh, what's the one uh, uh, what what if if you guys see that on Netflix? Is that the Marvel stuff? There's no, a different... it's 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 um, 
Yeah, I saw that because I had to look it up, but it's uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh. She does kind of an indecent proposal to give the – she funds this uh, young girl's uh, some kind of a biotech thing that she's working on that would have saved her – would have saved her twin sister uh, that had a, a disease. And uh, she was – it's kind of a I – mean, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I like Renee Zellweger. But, you know, the, the, the thing was is – in order for her to fund it, she the husband had to bang Renee Zellweger, and then he went. Then she put the it's like know, a punishment. Like, well, I don't know. Was Zellweger's not bad? I liked her. Me myself and Irene. I liked yeah, her in uh, twenty. Cold, I liked her. <laughs> I liked her in Cold Mountain. Hey, when yeah. you're when you're sixty four, man, the, the shit that's the shit that you're allowed <laughs> to fucking keep that lands on your boat. <laughs> It'll come and measure it. Ah, you gotta throw that one back in, big man. Way to go, buddy. She's got a pulse. <laughs> now, but even even in her prime, she always just had that. Like she just had a sour patch kid in her mouth or something. Like she just always it's a had bit that of weird... a fish face thing. Yeah, but if you there. throw, if you actually throw your hog down any broad's throat, don't they all look the same? It's <laughs> another t-shirt, oh. right? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna find out who the women Depends are. On the mustache. On how we're gonna find out who our ad free shows fans are that are women because they're gonna leave, <laughs> or confirm. I just I, I just made an absolute valid point. I've never seen anybody like you know it doesn't. I've never looked down and saw my hose in somebody's mouth and thought, is she holding a rose in her teeth? Like it's it's pretty much what it is. Fuck. It's like it's like eating spaghetti. Fuck you, eating spaghetti, man. Slurp that shit. So, <laughs> so is this the show? Are we going with the show? Is this because yes? Because then I just yes, we're we're, we're going about eight minutes left. I just get some stuff in real quick. Well, time, time. Let's let's go to the fucking the open uh, graphics and we'll come back. You know what we could do. This is <laughs> you this know is what, what if, this is what you get. We got to give them something. Because you're like, just say for I mean, just for the sake of fucking conversation, say we weren't doing this and we were doing something different. This would be something we would do that would be completely different from our other show. So let's now, ask our live audience: Do you think that you think this should be the open? Should we go right in, <laughs> going raw? I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody's. I don't see their comments. Does anybody see their comments? Yeah, we got this is pure premium shit right now. I just saw Josh say that. See, oh, yeah. fucking. Jo- I love coming here to get educated. If not, got membership. Yes, yeah, so that's the argument: is that this is premium yeah. for the folks that that yeah are top our top guys. So if we give it out on Mondays for free and they're getting to see like three extra beautiful faces, then you know. What are the top guys paying for? Yeah, I, 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 I understand that, but I mean, just say that, like, we actually came up with a concept where you got you had to pay extra to see this. Right there. Yeah. He Soil just said what you said. Yeah. People are going to say, I got to be part of this next time. Yeah. You guys right. can, and I mean, it might cost you 11 bucks a month, but hey, we can do that. Soft. Darren says, <laughs> soft, soft. And soft. Darren loves Um I So, how about this, Steve? You have the opening. 
just run the opening. All right. And go right into where we are. We don't have to run it now. Just put it in and post. Okay. It's not going to have the same flow, Sean. It's not going to feel the right. It's good. We're going to come in. It's going to throw the whole thing off. We won't have the fucking, we won't have our vibe or our rip from our open. You're so fucking production orientated. I, in the other words, am a fucking entertainer. I need my prompt. (laughs) All right. Relax there, Sammy Davis. No, I was um, uh, I was uh, Lily Tomlin. Oh, <laughs> you fucking cunt! Possessed by David O. Russell. Yeah, what the? Am fuck? I canceled yet? No, uh, close. The show drops Monday. So the last uh, thirty-four minutes, you've been watching. Click this. That's Kevin. I'm Sean, and this is the crew. And we're trying something new. We're trying uh, to loosen. The, you know, the vibe a little bit here. This is our way of saying sorry about that Florida guy fucking jersey bracket. It was loved. Did you read the comments that demand? Pay that off. There'll be more. Uh, No, I I, I actually did read that we lost a couple of hundred people, but that's okay. (laughs) So we're down to seven. (laughs) Nice fuck. Slip seven in the ratings. Oh. So what are you doing? You're doing what are you in Richmond coming up? Yeah, I'm in Richmond this weekend. I will be there. Okay, yeah. Kevin, a little my, bout my, with uh, a little little dysentery action. I got, and I got a lot. I have a lot of other things going on in my life. One of them is I have my you know I've got to take care of my wife, and mm-hmm. my wife's going to Disney with her girlfriend, and she's going to be out of the. I don't. I have a very hard time leaving my wife alone in the house, um, without my boy being there. So it just it's it's we're just we're dealing with it and everything looks good on paper until it's time to get on a plane and leave her and it, sometimes it doesn't and sometimes I get my I, I the last week it made I made myself sick I made myself sick like Wednesday I started making myself sick no because you know she she didn't want me to go and I was just like <sighs> it really comes down to it the world will not fucking stop. If I don't make a town, but if something happens to my wife, my uh, I really don't want to fucking lose anybody else. Oh, God forbid! But it, would it? Would she have any interest in going with you when you travel? Or oh, God, no! It's you know, it's it's it's. I've always you know, my wife would say you know, you, I remember she, I took her on the road a couple of times early, and. Um, like from Atlanta, we drove and we made some towns. And I remember one time, I think, uh, yeah, it was uh, Steve. We Steve was in his car, and we were in, in a, a the orange Jetta. No, he was in no Steve Austin, and uh, he was at his uh, Honda. And we were in a uh, we had a Taurus SHO back then, and um, we followed each other, and we, you know. That we we made like a, maybe a two or three day trip down the, in the Panhandle. Uh, and Steve, we just got two bedroom places and crashed. But uh, yeah, mm. well, uh, but, she, I mean, that, but that was it. She never she went to they 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 flew her to WrestleMania twelve, Hartford. No, eleven. They flew her to, to that and. My sister went, and I don't think either one of them dug it. Mm. I, I I don't mean I don't blame them. I just meant under yeah. the circumstances that 
But uh, okay, so here she's going away anyway with a friend. So you'll be uh, you'll be hitting Richmond. Um, I'll be hitting Richmond Comic Con. What is the uh, yes the Richmond Comic Con? I don't know if it has a name. I just know it's Richmond. Richmond you'll Comic-Con. be actually by the time this airs, you'll be back. Uh, but for yeah, the folks and it, with yeah, us live who yeah. are in the area, you can. This is a live show, by the way, for those of you listening. So we do have a live audience uh, in the house. But Mick, Mick Mick's going to be there. Oh, good. Is that it? Galaxy Con? That's, that's where I'm going, Galaxy Con. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah, you can tell. It's a, it's a good cosplay. Will you be dressed as a, as a furry by any chance? or I'm going to go as a, 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 a 6 foot 10, uh, 63 year old prick. Mm. No, I, I, I'm looking for. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going. I haven't. I, I, I've missed a couple of these, um, and so this. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting out and seeing some people and saying hey. Very good. So if you also would like to see Kevin, and you're listening live with us, the live audience, you get that experience with the premium. Kirk, Captain Kirk's there. Fucking Shatner's still... Damn it. He can't enjoy this. At that I think me and Mick are... Mick's here. Pop through that pretty quick and let's see if we can find Mick. We'll be, down this, we'll be on the same thing. There he uh, is. There, is this wrestlers? Yeah. yeah. So it's... Nasherino... Hangman and Mick Foley for the gentleman. Scott oh, Steiner. Scotty. Hardy. Matt. Britt Baker, the doctor. Uh, and it and, continues. And, Lex. And, Anna J. Lex. Damn, Ron Simmons is there. And. Oliva. Oliva. She hosted a show for us. Let's see. I don't, I'm not familiar with any of these cats. Well, there you go. There you go. I'll get to um, see Mick. I, I, was, I would have gotten a chance to see Mick in, uh, uh, what was the one where they, they canceled my flight? Louisiana. I was going to see Mick in Louisiana, so I'll see Mick. Uh, so for feedback from last week, uh, Solinar Avonroth says, R.I.P. Scott Hall, when cable TV was at its prime in the mid-90s, you found a way to make it even better, if just for a few years. You kept me home in front of the TV and out of trouble as a struggling teen. For that, kudos. And a very similar, uh, Christian Garcia sends a very similar sentiment. Hey, Kevin Ash, I want to thank you and Scott Hall for keeping me at home and entertaining me in the most rough, rough years of my life. Where all my friends were in the street running around at eight o'clock. I was tuned into Nitro, staying out of trouble and staying safe. My God, how in the long run that saved my life. So not only were you entertaining, you were saving lives, Kevin. Keeping you know, people from clutches life. I hear that. I'm not saying that, you know, it's like, you know, I hear that every day, but you do hear that. And you hear that a lot. Like you know, if a father son will show up at one of these signings. And they'll say, like, you know, we never really got along too much, but we always get along on Monday nights mm. when we watch wrestling together and things like that. And you think to yourself, like, eh. You only get a lot uh, 
from the old kayfabe fans is uh, medical stuff like like oh, I was I was laid up with a kidney infection you know I almost died and you know I, I watched your stuff made me laugh so that that stuff always kind of gets me like you know, when I'm sitting there making dick jokes with X Pac on camera I you know I don't think that uh, somebody's uh, near fatal kidney infection um, will be uh, th- that I'd be uh, part of the uh, of what saves that person so. The medical stuff is always kind of interesting, yeah. and it happens kind of frequently. With people, yeah, we, uh, well, we all get, you know, we we all get sick, you know. Yeah, uh, Chris like, Brackett, uh, yes. Oh, I was going to, I, I was no, I was going to say that I stopped drinking for like, God, it was over three weeks, and like, like, you know, just my body just didn't didn't react well to it, mm. you know, just. I had some digestive issues, and so I went to my, my both of my doctors, and they're like, "Well, we can do a CT scan, and we maybe your bile." And I said, "You know what?" I said, "How about I drink an eight ounce glass of wine?" I drink an eight ounce glass of wine, get up the next morning, I'm like, "I'm cool." You're good. <laughs> yeah, like I'm cool. Like, easy. Like, they say the words, and I, you know, I once again, you know, like you can't just go cold turkey. Yeah. You know, you can't do it. Like, when it comes down to it, it'd be, it would be the, the the equivalent of the day after Thanksgiving actually taking the bird out of the refrigerator and not putting it in the microwave. Like, I can't eat that shit. Can you? It's dry as fuck. Don't yeah. eat cold. Yeah, don't go cold turkey on anything, including cold turkey. Chris so. Brackett, Kevin Nash busting balls is the best part of the entire podcast. He's right about the tournament. Fuck you, Chris. He's not. Uh, <laughs> Uber Tony. I love the podcast while I'm Ubering here in Bloomington, Indiana. As a driver, people get into listening to the podcast. It's a ritual to me. So you play this for people, unsuspecting people and their families, getting into an Uber. You're treated to maybe a little little, little Harry Chapin by Kevin. Just make sure if I can, they don't have a rosary. Make sure there's not a rosary in their hand. They're probably gonna, they might be, or maybe hand them one. Yeah. So. Father Mulcahy, how do you like the, the talk about the taint? <laughs> Rocket money. This is an advertiser I can get behind. What a brilliant idea in this day and age where everything is subscription-based. There is no human alive that is not going to lose track of how many recurring subscriptions they're currently signed up for. This is the tool for you. Did you know 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about? Maybe it's like an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that just never gets used. You forget about it. Well, there's this great app I use that helps me track all of my expenses, and because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions that I don't use. Okay, you may have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money. Okay, now the app shows all of your subscriptions in one place. Okay, then it cancels whatever you don't want. You go right down the list. You're seeing an image of it right there. That's exactly what it looks like. Go right down the list with one tap. You're canceling the subscriptions you don't want they can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for all right you might have even uh, you might be double paying for something maybe you signed up your wife signed up and you don't realize it um but you will now thanks to rocket money it's like an x-ray into your uh your recurring charges and your finances so take a look at what's going on in there and straighten out what you don't like 
to cancel a subscription, you just have to press the cancel button and it's done. Rocket Money literally takes care of the whole process for you. So get rid of those useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash Nash. Seriously, it could save you like hundreds a year. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nash. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now. Thank you, Rocket Money. Uh, Cow Palace Drive says, great podcast. If a movie is ever made, my vote is Ben Robson, Robson from Animal Kingdom to play Kevin. I'm going to need a visual, guys, of this here. He's the, he's the tall the tall of the brothers. The taller of the brothers. They're all okay. Australian. There he is. Okay. Yeah, all right, that worked. Everyone listening probably knows what he looks like already. Yeah. That's how, that's how I know that I'm spiraling toward the grave. I lose touch with popular culture, which I, which, you know, I swore would never happen. And that was always my barometer of a cool guy who's like in his 50s or 60s. Like when I was a teenager, like 20 or something, if they could talk about Nirvana or Guns N' Roses or I'm like, I didn't see the person's age because that was just that was just the number. I was still able to relate. Now I don't think nobody who's sixteen can fucking relate to me now. I guarantee you that. Other than like my immaturity and my you know my bad jokes and stuff, but like I, I don't I don't think I'd be able to hold that. But there are some things that I mean, like my my son. I, I call it screamo music. You know, where you just and I think that you know I, I, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll catch myself. Listening to like an easy listening station, if I'm if I'm taking a longer drive, and it's like you know like a song like Orleans, like Dance with Me, and you're like you're singing along, you're like how do I fucking know every word to every song? Because that was a, but it was an era that with the music was so lyrically driven. I think mm-hmm. that's why I enjoyed rap music, or enjoy rap music so much, is because because it's lyrically driven, and if I can act bars, motherfucker. Yeah, and if I can actually understand, you know, some people that they, you know, they they rap and it's just it's might as well be screamo, but other people, man, when they rap and it's just like, I like lyrics. Period. That's what I, I mean. All I need is you know, you can strum a little Gordon Lightfoot in the background. I'm, I'm fucking good. The wreck of the Edmund. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always liked when he said, four o'clock the maiden hatchway came in. They said, fellas, it's been good to know ya. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> NMLS number 65084 equal housing Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults. A spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. But check this out. No house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com. The modern-day Winston Churchill says, Greetings, gents. I've been watching since day one. Kev is so on point with travel. Airlines are so full of shit. There should be an MTV show for airlines called To Catch Some Flying Bullshit. I actually saw his uh, comment, and this is I, 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 my, my son's soul 
this happened. Th- this was back when cell phones now are are starting to become, you know, a, it's the leather in the leather pouch Nokia with the flip phone and the antenna. But I mean, you know, it's 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 a semi brick, but it's you know. Everybody has one of these fuckers. And your AT&T bill on the road is like 1300 bucks a month. I'm not kidding you, man. Your your, your bill is so high. So I go behind where the uh, counter is. And in the old days, there would be phones back there. If you, if you remember, like I, a lot of times the phones would be behind, like where if it said like going to Denver and it had the board... On the other side of that motherfucker would be a payphone. Okay. Because it was quiet. And um, so I went back there uh, to use my phone, and I hear the one girl go to the other one. So we don't have two flight stewards. So we don't have two of our flight attendants. We're just, let's just tell them it's a mechanical. And she says, I, I don't have a problem with that. She goes, it's just it's mechanical because they're going to be here. But th- that that way there, they won't be mad at us. And, they, and I walked around. I said, I said, yeah, but I'm telling everybody that it's because we don't have two flight attendants. And they looked at me like, but just the fact that like they were so caught lying. Conspiring. It must be, it must be how Tuck, Tucker Carlson feels every day. He looks in the mirror like this. Da, 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 da. Oh, fuck, I slept good. Oh, shit, they got me. So, Damn texts. <laughs> Dr. Quarek says uh, the Bobby Knight thing always confuses me because we hear the talk about how, how all big-time athletes are alpha personalities and do not take shit from anybody. Yet, as Kevin points out here indirectly, every player on that sociopath's team just took his relentless abuse like a scared child. Pathetic. That's well, what, what fucking choice do you have? You get draft. You get signed to well, you, IU. I knew that that fucking guy was a dick the minute he walked to my house. Now, how do you how do you not know the guy's a dick? You, I wouldn't sign to go anywhere before. Like, put your name and going in the army. That's what the stupidest fucking thing on earth is. You never see anybody that's. You know, life depends on them recruiting you. They're as nice as can be to you. You get off that that, that bus, wherever your fucking basic training is, the motherfucker's screaming at you. But I already went through all that shit, man. Like, they were screaming at me. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, it didn't bother You're me. You're talking about, like, boot camp? Yeah, they'd when scream you... and get... You know, and my whole thing is, you can't get in my face. Can't reach. Right, you can't get in my face. You can get in my chest. You sack. Whew, I'm telling you, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get. I talked to the lady from the stem cell place, and I said, "Is there any way I can get my sack done down there? I want to get them stem cells." She said, "Why would you possibly want your sack to receive stem cells?" I said, oh, yes, just, "I said aesthetic, just you know, prettier sack." I wonder what it would do if, you know, what the, some stem cells would do down there. Put uh, put that injection in there. We'll see. Maybe we can turn that eleven soft into a twelve hard. Beast. Jesus, least. call it the, call that bitch the Gordy Howe Bridge. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but. 
Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. You know, Andy Kaufman is going into the Hall of Fame. That was an announcement this week. Yep. um, In their celebrity category. And I, I was pondering this this afternoon, and I reached out to a <clears throat> an authority in this business who might know some things, a prominent writer, and um, I didn't I didn't get an an answer exactly, just kind of his opinion, uh, but I think that because the talent, and I talked to Kevin about this too, and he pointed something out. And I'll let him point it out live on mic. I thought that you, your and your your induction was contingent on the signing of either a legends contract. Now I'm aware there's another kind of contract somebody was telling me about, which isn't exactly a legends. It's like a special services type contract, which maybe it's not around anymore, but it was at one time in the last few years. It, but it's, it's still, it, there's still guys on that contract. Okay. But signing something, giving them something, and then in turn you get your because you got to be on the show, and you know they have to be able to sell the show and all that with no residuals and all that shit. Now with the celebrities, there's no fucking way Mike Tyson or somebody of that ilk uh, is going to forfeit all that. Unless there's just such a huge, sizable payday, a couple million dollars or something, then they don't fucking care. But so there's got to be a different kind of agreement for talent. It's just to go in. Yeah, I think that what it is is they pay maybe ten thousand bucks to go in, but not to Mike Tyson, right? Well, I mean, there. I to me, Mike Tyson's a fan. Mike Tyson was a Mike Tyson already got his paydays at WrestleManias and all that shit. I just think that everybody there's it's the honor of going into the Hall of Fame for a wrestler, but for a boxer it, going into the wrestling. You think he cares? Fuck yeah! Think Pete Rose cared? Fuck yes! Because like, because what if somebody said, "I don't, I don't want to." I'm not going to be there. I don't want to do the show. You want to put me in, put me then in. They would, then he wouldn't have a graphic saying that he was their next inductee at all. <laughs> right. So they just wouldn't. So it's not really by merit. It's by merit for someone who wants to be part of the show. Yeah. I mean, but it's. Because why isn't Cindy Lauper in? This is my whole point. Uh, she mustn't want to go there and, and be associated with that now. Or she. Maybe they haven't reached out. I would bet that they have. She did more with Vince for that product at that time in the 80s than any any of the celebrity inductees. There are worthy ones that were put in, but that's a long day that 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 Hall of Fame. And yeah. like some somebody like her, I mean, like girls just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, but time after time, you, you <laughs> right. want to be paid for your. 
for your efforts. You want to be recognized. That, that, like time after time, fucking, and this is the fucking sand pounds through the bottom of the hourglass. Thus is the day called fucking Anzio slash the Hall of Fame. Well, you, you really see someone's true colors when you keep them there all day. Um, I just oh. think that with she was a huge, huge marquee name at a time when you didn't have cell phones and YouTube and all this shit to distract. You had some of the channels on TV, famous people on TV, famous people in the movies, famous people on the radio. That was it. Kardashians weren't running around. So Cindy Lauper was like the equivalent of Taylor Swift today. Uh, and she agreed to go, go on fucking Piper's pit. And all that shit, and just brought so many new eyes. You know what? I will find. I will wrestling. I will find out because you're you're going on a tangent. Okay, this is what people pay for <laughs> our tangents. No, I, I'll find out why she why because I'm not, I'm curious now. So that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Um, you know, I we were shooting when I was shooting Roddy's uh, timeline. Uh. That weekend, I had tickets the following night to Cindy Lauper. It's being my daughter, my oldest daughter was like ten at the time. It was her first concert, so I figured I'd break the ice with a Cindy Lauper thing. I was this close to saying, "Roddy, you think we could hit the backstage door? She'd fucking open it for him, right? How how could she not?" I didn't though. I didn't, I didn't want to mark out. Nor did I think Roddy would in any way attend a concert with me. Nor should he. What do we got here? Uh, WME moves into the celebrity estate business. <clears throat> what am I looking at here, Steve, for God's sakes? Uh, Andy Kaufman, there he is. Uh, WME is the uh, the agency? Well, yes, William Morris Endeavor, who yes, Vince okay. has very close ties to, and they're one of the potential buyers. Okay, so that's Which so explains... what they're doing is they're buying the legacy of dead performers. So, the estate business, through, yes. Is that, is that through Brian Wittenstein? Let me read the article. I know, uh, Brian. What is he doing now? Phil Sandhouse is who's going to be th- doing that. I thought the Wittenstein was at William Morris. New division run by Phil Sandhouse, a veteran estate manager and consultant to the late icons like Frank Sinatra, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly and Whitney Houston. But... You know, what's cra- you, know, you know what's crazy? He went from pushing a pencil for Dixie Carter to being an agent at WME. Phil Sandhouse? Are we talking I'm about logging off. Uh, what was I? Holy you, fuck. You didn't know that? Text him. All right. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. No, I was just no, I was saying that when, when they actually showed the picture of Andy Kaufman on Twitter that he was going in, like somebody, like, you know, did a tweet. And I said, that's not Andy Kaufman. In my mind, I was thinking Jim Carrey. Who played. Yeah, that's how how convincing we talked about Carrey last week, or last show, that I actually looked at him when I went, I went, no, fuck, man, he played, like, then I went back and watched uh, a bunch of the Andy Kaufman stuff. You know, to, and, and from, what conclusion did you come to? 
Well, I, the one thing that, that kills me is is everybody is that's on these chats is like, well, I wish kayfabe was, yeah, motherfucker, and I wish I could sit in Santa's lap and really think I was getting shit. Everybody grows the fuck up, man. It's still kayfabe if you kayfabe in your house. How long do you, if you've got an older brother or sister, how long before the Santa fucking whole thing's done? The minute the oldest oh, one finds out, that's it's it. It's over. Yeah, yeah. And it's, he's like, you two fucking boobs. Fuck that. It's mom and dad. Like, come on. Let's rifle through the house when they go out and we'll fucking find all our gifts. I was great at it. Two hours. Oh, uh, my brother, my, my, my son was, you know, he was, we kept, and the thing was, in, in our house, was the presents that mom and dad gave him were wrapped, and then the gifts that Santa get, left him were out. So if it was a bicycle and you had to put it together, that would be out. I put together an electronic drum kit one year. Motherfucker. I got to bed around 4. He was up at 5.30 wanting to see his presents. I was like, ah. Uh, what was the best 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 present? Everyone remembers one, right? What was it? Mine? Yeah. Um God, like something I really want. Oh, I wanted um it was a, a fucking robot. It was what was his name? He was Ye- yellow and garuti, tootie robot maybe, something like that. He fucking walked like like a you know, and then he had a, a bar in front of him and a bar behind him. And so when he hit the wall, he turned around. He, right? Yeah, he, he went the other way. Yeah. And the thing was, is we t- used to take him in the backyard and put him on the back, uh, like this, like the alleyway stoop, whatever you want to call it. Um, I guess it was a porch. I don't know what the fuck. You, and um, sh- we'd shoot it with our BB guns. Like you were going to stop it with a BB gun, but it, the, the plastic Couldn't. was... No, the pla- every once in a while you'd, you'd hit it in a fucking place and, and, and take a little bit, chink off it, but... The, uh, in television was my big one when the video games first came out. Like, yeah, I, that didn't, yeah, that didn't come out until I was in... Fuck, man, I was probably in high, like, yeah, in well, high school. Exactly. But <laughs> I'm giving... For, for, our, for my contemporaries here, I have to give them something uh, for the, less than the AR, AARP version of the show. I got that fucking card in the mail. Let me tell you, the other day I threw it right in the garbage. I can't. Can't. Can't deal with it. It's the an ARP? of some kind. Maybe I can get discounted car insurance, people are telling me. It's worth it to, to do it just for the... I, I get envelopes from the fucking Social Security every fucking three or four months, man. Yeah. They wanted me to take my shit. I'm like... Uh, oh, so, to take it now? Yeah, take yeah, you know, take take it now so it's less. I'm like, it doesn't matter either way. It's just going to pay for my. It'll be my bar tab when I get when I get older. That'll be my monthly bar tab. You know something that okay there. Yeah, I know fifty now. It's I was for, I thought it was like sixty five or whether, but now it's apparently fifty. So they just send me the fucking card in the mail now. I barely have a choice, but uh. Maybe I should investigate it for discounts, everyone tells me. Do I need the discount? I've never used it. No? No, I've never used it. Are you a member? Do you pay your $12 a year? I don't know. I never. I well, wouldn't know. Clearly not, I, then. I, well, I wouldn't know because I've never used it. 
I, you got to use it to get turned. I'm sorry, sir. We're going to have to turn you down. It's, you've never paid. You can take 100% of the ad money we get and just send it right over there, and you'd be, you'd be, you'd be covered uh, annually. Yeah. Let me tell you an ad that you know I'm what? always I excited th- about. I, can we, before we go into this. Into Blue Chew. Go ahead. I, I, I love Blue Chew. Um, I was thinking maybe we could get paid by these fucking ad pricks that haven't paid us in Bitcoin. Since it doesn't fucking exist anyway, we must. We could just say they owe us sixty-five thousand in Bitcoin. That we way, they're in the, no different position. No uh, different position because we're not seeing shit. Oh, Blue Chew though has been with us and uh, is exempt from prior commentary because they are uh, they are a staple of the show. Happily sponsoring stiff ones of the week for the last six months. And, um, guys, you know what this service is, for God's sakes. Blue Chew is as ubiquitous as any other thing out there, and we were part of making that happen, I'm happy to say. If you're one of the very few people who don't know why Blue Chew should be part of your life, let me just tell you, it is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and a fraction of the cost. You just take that little packet gimmick there, you pop it in discreetly, chew it, and you're ready to go. It's in your system. And uh, should the opportunity arise, you're going to be in the game. You're going to be getting down and dirty. Okay? You're going to sign up right now at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you get the prescription within days. This process is a godsend, all right? It's done online entirely. No visits to a doctor's office. No awkward conversations. No pharmacy bullshit. You're going Right online, it's being taken care of. Bang, it's at your door. The prescription's written, it's at your door. Indiscreet packaging, might I add. Okay, and there is nothing better than having this taken care of. You don't have to have a problem. Just that little bit of assurance that when the time is right, bang, you're going to be ready to rock and roll. Okay, and we've got a special deal, as we always do. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code NASH at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's Blue Chew dot com nash promo code uh, uh promo code nash to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank blue chew for sponsoring the stiff one of the week this kevin is our old friend rvd and uh th- this is rvd um on the heartbreak kid a friend of yours who always seems to engender heat with people but uh here it is rvd on Shawn Michaels. Name on the list, uh, Shawn Michaels. He's playing pick a hand. Um, whether he would have had be the only person. one that didn't want him to pick a hand, if that's the case. Uh, conflicting energy, yes. Um, you know, I don't remember any moments when, like, I was thinking of being more aggressive than thinking, wow, what a dick, you know, but after I, um, he, he did, he dripped with insincerity. You know what I mean? Like when I, after I was gone for a while and I came back to the Royal Rumble, he was like, that's what I, that's what I enjoy about these things is like, you get to see people that aren't normally here that come back, you know, and to let me know I'm not part of the family or whatever. You know, when I inducted Sheik into the hall of fame, the next day he was in the lunchroom and he was like, Rob, you were, you were charming and and funny and 
and witty, you know, like what a backhanded compliment. It's like, dude, I know you think I'm retarded. That's why all my promos are cool and whatever. And that's the RVD wow. that they know and still know. But so, I mean, I wouldn't say we were tight, you know, um, it, he, he could have, he could have um, taken some action that could have res responded or warranted said hand pickage. Right. But it just never <laughs> happened. Uh, John Laurinaitis. I'm always a fan of the uh, of RVD's impressions every once in a while. We may have to take the R word out of that. Are we gonna Are we gonna be canceled? <laughs> are we gonna be canceled? Might be. Yeah, he he, he he turned he turned hard into that first uh, cross eye. <laughs> Did you see? Yeah, that was that was a little stiff. I I gotta get heat with me. Stiff but, in the uh, week. No, uh, you know what? Though, by watching those. Um, Kayfabe, you know, the, 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 it's not even the same human being that that lives on the planet right now. Me or Rob? Sean. Oh, Sean. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no. This is uh, about his time in WWE with him. Yeah, but I, th I think that when it's when it's brought up, sometimes I think that there's a lot of people out there that maybe don't subscribe. Uh, that um should subscribe but uh click that, the subscribe button if you're watching yeah do that i think that's where i was going and um but i think that people think that that's what who sean is now and it's it could be it could be further from the truth and you know you could you could ask all that young talent that he's working with at uh nxt what you know his we'll pa his passion and i'm sure and, and I'm, I'm sure they would Speak no, I mean, we can, that's all it, we I, have to to judge by. I mean, if I watch Rocky two, uh, I'm going to speak about the Stallone I see on screen. I don't know what he looks like now, but I'm going to say, "Wow, he looked great in that." He he may look differently now, but that's that's what we're gauging. That's what we're judging. Stallone circa 1982, HBK circa whatever year he would have been there with Rob two two thousand. 2005. Okay. So 18 years ago. Hey guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU didn't know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com. A brand new series has arrived on Adfree Shows. Top of the card unpacks everything you need to know in the wrestling trading card space. And we're starting with the granddaddy of them all. The 1982 Wrestling All-Stars Series A set. Now, this set was not exclusive to any one territory at the time, as we were still right at the tail end of the territory era of professional wrestling. So it was a basically a who's who in professional wrestling, with card number one being Andre the Giant. Others included in the set include Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, and others. 20 years ago, Eric took on Stone Cold in the main event on Raw. But the real main event was the confrontation that happened backstage before the show. Now, the next week, I'm sitting in this chair, and that same guy, I don't think I had said a word to him that day. I don't think I had seen Rick up until the point he came through that door. And he's, you know, getting me, telling me to get up, get out of the chair. And he's so pissed off, he's bleeding. I'm on the phone, and he's got blood running down his chin because he bit his lip. 
He was so mad, he bit the inside of his mouth. He's got blood on a backstage confrontation. I hadn't even gotten out of the chair yet. (laughs) Ad-Free Show's members got to sit shotgun alongside Kevin Nash and click this co-host, Sean Oliver, as they watch back some of the worst matches in history. None more so than the Yeti. Randy but, now. But the mummy is not Frankenstein. You don't walk with your arms straight out. With like the that. arms out, right? And, a, and yeah. you know, a Yeti is also not a mummy, but I don't know. Was this Jim Hurd? Who was here? Well, well, whose brainchild was this? Who gives a fuck? That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. Listen, we've waited long enough, Kevin. It's time for round two of the Florida Man Jersey March Madness Tournament. The March Good. Sadness I, Tournament. Because I, I have to go piss. Can I, so we're going to put the this... shot clock up for you and everything this week. Uh, I'll go take a piss. You have to vote. This is impossible oh, to do Jesus. without you. You're leading, by the way, for anyone who wasn't watching the pre-segment, I don't know what the hell we'll call that, that happened before. Kevin is in the lead in the uh, Click This Crew March Madness brackets. Um, a whopping $500 on the line. And um, and uh, so, therefore, clearly we need your influence here. Um, only four games, though, Kev. Uh, you'll be happy to know this week. Should we increase the, sh- the shot clock then maybe to 20 seconds? No, let's point? just fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're heading but the, into but the, the graphics look great. Thank you. Uh, the, we're heading into the Florida um, category here. The number one seed and the number five seed. The eighteen minute face eating incident, and the guy who asked the cops to test the meth uh, for its purity. How are we? We're just that? talking about pure Florida man, right? I mean, face eating can happen anywhere. But when it really comes down to it, if I if I think about it, asking the t- cops to test your meth is about as Florida man as you can be. So, what do you guys say? So, okay, so Kev's going with the number five seed. Okay. The math. it's it's been that kind of a, it's been that kind of a bracket across the country. I mean, is asking the cops to test your meth, Princeton? Mm. Right, is that our Princeton? Is it? I mean, uh, so again, so uh, David voting uh, from our live audience that the meth is, and that's clearly the tiebreaker. I would have gone with five also, and I see Dominic and Wesley were one. Jeremy, so it was two Jeremy two. Priest just came with meth. With all right, so that's it. So that gets it. That was the tiebreak yeah. right there. So meth advances. I see what Kevin's saying. Uh, the 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 Florida man quality. That we yeah, hear about is, pure... is abject stupidity. Anyone can get high and, I guess, eat somebody's face. Yeah, but, um, yeah. There, I feel like, it. Boy, the Vegas money just got fucking rocked. Oh, it's, it's, this is FDU all over again. All right. So the second Florida game is the uh, man takes kid on a paintball drive-by, and the car ends up getting shot up by real bullets, and then. Um, uh, this cat, uh, the number two seed, was uh, uh, banging a dog on a on the lawn of a church uh, in a nativity scene. The only thing, is, the only thing missing from that description is the fact they had a Tim Tebow fucking Florida <laughs> Gators jersey on. 
while he was fucking the dog. That dude is so Florida. He don't he don't know. Is it just fun to fuck with the Gators fans or what? Is it just endless? Oh, fuck. Endless amusement. All right. Um, I'm on two for this one. Uh, I'm on the number two seed, the uh, the guy hitting the dog in the nativity, in the nativity scene. Did, Kev? Did, did you have this? Did you, I, I'm, I, what is this? Oh, I'm with the ass fucker all the way. Okay. Yeah. Right there. All right, so that sets up an interesting final next week. Did you see Bill Barr was talking to, oh, God, was it, uh, oh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. She's a Jewish lady. Floris Leachman. No, she's a Jewish lady. She's got black curly hair. She's, um, God, she's a, she's been around forever. It's not Gloria Steinbeck, but help me out, help me out. Oh, did she just have that documentary on, um. On um, on Netflix, um, about being in New York. Uh, starts her last name starts with an L. All right, help us out here. Just find out who say. who fucking Bill Mars had on his his uh, podcast. Andy, any Fran little, Lebowitz? Any is Fran, it Fran Lebowitz? Is it, is it Fran? Maybe that's who it is. It, they were talking and. and uh, Bill Maher said... Pretend It's a City is the is the name of the documentary, by the way. Okay. Uh, so Bill Maher says, you know, like, fucking, you know, that Florida's, you know, if it's not Trump, it could be DeSantis. And he said, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a Petri dish of the Republican Party. And um, she came by, and, you know, she came back with something. He goes, no, think about it. He said, you know, there's the... There's the old people. There's a lot of people that are moving in from New York. There's you know, there's the older gem- demographic. There she is, Fran Lebowitz. Yep. And they they go back and forth, back and forth, and finally at the end, she, he says, "I think it's a perfect melting pot." And she goes, "I think it's I think it's part of the Confederacy." <laughs> just for her timing, I did, I did it no justice because we I, I was fumble fucking around with what her name. I can't believe I can't I couldn't remember Fran, but. It's not like I. I no, she's to the show. funny. Yeah, it's she really good, is. She's a good brilliant. documentary too. If anyone wants to check that out. So, um, so let's okay. move to New Jersey. The New Jersey back, back bracket. To the, we yeah, need back, to back get to our last side. two games. Um, okay, the toddler fight club set up uh, covertly in the daycare center. Uh, parents learned through a hidden camera what was going on there. <laughs> I'm going with the number one seed on that. That's as Jersey as it gets. And the DUI suspect claims his dog was driving, apparently. And this that, is unanimous. That, 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 that motherfucker could be in Florida. Four, four could be in Florida. It's not Jersey enough. What about our live audience? Do we get any votes there that might tip this in the other direction? Or are they feeling the Toddler Fight Club is also the... Uh, what do we have there? Yeah, Toddler Fight Club wins. Uh, he, he's, uh, David's predicting the whole thing, that, that they're well, going all the way with that. First rule about toddler, toddler Fight Club is you can't toddler talk about it. Um, <coughs> all right, so it seems to be uh, seems to be the pretty unanimous there. I agree. And then finally, uh, the last game uh, of our <coughs> second round. Um, someone <coughs> who brought That's thirty-two <coughs> bags of weed to court, and then the doctor who put the put some loads on some patients uh, got busted. <coughs> really came out one patient. Um, 
All right, let me think here for a minute. Um, I think he apologized. That's my favorite part. It's a, it's he apologized like a car for, accident. It's, he apologized was, for squirting? Yeah. Well, for, for whack, taking the time to take his pants down, whack off and do a premeditated shot on a, on a patient. He apologized. Like it was an accident. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty depraved. I mean, that's... That's just that's fucked up. That's, he, he, can't, he can't slide. I don't give a fuck. Having 32 bags of weed does not fucking circumvent the fact that, that, that this doctor on the bottom needs to, to, to continue to have his face on our show and just be loathed by right, so the magnitudes. Yeah, the doctor's the fucking scumbag. All right, so our final next week, we'll see the, uh, the doctor dropping qu- one on qu- the patient. Question was, was the patient hot? It was fucking Ted Cruz. So you, you decide for yourself. I personally don't find fucking Wild Bill Bill, Bill Earp fucking too attractive. Wild Bill. <laughs> All right, there we go. Next week's uh, bracket. This is it. The uh, the final four uh, in Florida. The uh, uh, gentleman asked the cops to test his meth. He'll be going up against the doggy style in nativity. And then on the Jersey side, the toddler fight club taking on the doctor. Dr. Load, Dr. White Load. Um, very good games next week. Ooh. And uh, that's that. We'll see what happens. We'll see, see if we can't get Jim Nance on to fucking call this fucking final I, I was hoping for a little... Marv Albert, yes! <laughs> a pretty depraved fuck in his own right from what I remember of those news stories. Uh, oh, we, we lost... Uh, speaking of, we lost Willis Reed. Yes, did you see that? Yeah. Uh, only 80, which, well, you know, 80. I thought it was 82. Was it 82? I thought it was 80, but, um, yeah. still you say had, tomato. I say tomato. You know what though? Honestly, he, I hadn't seen him enough in, you know, you see the, the veterans a lot of times, like Bill Russell. Yeah. When he died. He was always on television. I don't see Willis Reed. <coughs> no, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you if he was alive or dead. Somebody asked me like, where do I put Willis Reed? You know, uh, Dave Driscoll, a friend of mine, said, you know, where, where do you put Willis Reed? And I'm like, cool. I said, I'm like, like, not in my top 20 for centers. You know, I mean. Like, not in the top 20? No, for centers? No. Mm. I mean, I would put, like, from that era, I would put Bill Bellamy. I'd put uh, Bob Lanier. Um, Nate Thurman. Wilt Chamberlain. Well, Wilt, I get, and Bill you know, Russell. Just, and, but, um, you know, I didn't. It was a little before. I would, I might, watching, I, so I, 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 I would probably take Wesley Unseld over him. I would take our Wesley. But you know what? There was a Bill Russell documentary that you uh, put me on to, a two episode. Was it HBO, maybe? Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. Which was phenomenal, by the way. I recommend it to everybody. I did not realize, just because I wasn't watching live, anything I saw was always recap stuff. Um, And you don't spend enough time with somebody on just recap-type videos and clips. How dominant and ridiculously dominant Bill Russell was on the court. It was unbelievable. Just some of the numbers were ridiculous. And just watching him play. It was. I, the, I, I think the one that, that really just when I watched that because I'd for, you know I I knew it had happened but it, they never really went 
is where they they broke in and defecated on his house in his house and shit. Oh, the shit he had you to know. deal with playing. Yeah, in just a, playing. A very white city. Boston. Yeah, playing in, in fucking Boston. Just a fucking. I just suck. You know what? And, and, and my whole thing is, yeah, it's a different era, man. It's a different era. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't have fucking, you know, they didn't have the talent they have now. Yeah, Bill Russell, you can't compare him with, with, with Jordan. Yeah, because. Jordan was treated with respect and was a god, and they went in fucking Bill Russell's house and they shit in it. Like, how can you even compare the two fucking... Uh, let's just look at working conditions. Look at how you're, you know... Your life off the court, what you were... And I like the fact endure. that, you know, they... You know, that... Um, King wanted Russell with them, you know, when, when he was... When he, when he spoke in Washington, and... He stood in the, out, the, out in the crowd in the first row because he had, had joined the movement later and hadn't put the time in that some of the other other people had, and he wasn't going to take the accolades of of, of being uh, part of the civil rights movement uh, without doing so. Right. And then he became more active after that. But you know, just it's just such a fucking class human being. He was a big man in in every way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, if he was playing today and you had the Game Time app, you'd be able to grab some last-minute tickets and get out and Ooh. see him. The Celtics are going to the playoffs. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I'm excited about our new sponsor, Game Time. This is a huge one for me, okay? Biggest problem attending events currently, ticketing. I can't stand it. It's It's... The difficulty, the resale market, Game Time makes this so easy, guys. Put this app on your phone. You're going to thank me for this. Game Time's URL, if you're going on the computer, it's gametime.co, co, gametime.co. If you are using a smart device, just go to your app store and download the Game Time app. These are last-minute ticket opportunities, okay? If you missed out on grabbing tickets to a concert, wrestling, uh, any sporting event, really, um, game time is where you should go because they get the scoop on all the last-minute tickets, okay? Um, the interface is brilliant. You're going to see some images coming up on your screen right here. This is for me. I'm searching Bruce Springsteen. Okay, Bruce is coming to town next month. I am a Jersey guy and have never seen Bruce live. It's a, bit of, a bit of a sin. Uh, so I'm told that this has to happen. Um, I was considering this. Before he turns into Woody Allen. That image was terrifying. Um, this was something I was considering even before I got the app. Um, but then I got the app. I searched for the venue. I have the venue. I tap the map. So now I get, you can see this clearly on your screen. I oh, get yeah. the entire arena and the price of every ticket they have. I could just go right around, tap the price I like. And when I do, let's hit this one right here, $347. Bang. It gives me the view from my seat of the stage. Okay. And then at that point, I complete the deal. I pay with my Apple Pay or whatever you have in there, your credit card. Bang, it's done. It's so easy. Images from the seat, easy to browse, easy to navigate. I love this freaking app, and you will too. Now, of course, 
as with every advertiser, Kevin makes some arrangements for you to get some money off. And that's what we got here. You're going to download the Game Game Time app, create an account, use the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q, and you're getting $20 off your first purchase, okay? Uh, Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code K-L-I-Q for 20% off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, you didn't miss the boat, guys. If you didn't get online, get up at 10 in the morning from the other ticketing website. If you didn't do it, Game Time still has them, and they're going to get you there for the cheapest prices available. Thank you, Game Time. Welcome to Click This. I didn't pay attention to those tickets, but I think those were to uh, Al Stewart, the Year of the Cat uh, concert tour. Well, he, I, he, I believe, oh, yes, he's. Uh, didn't he? Uh, didn't he? Doesn't he have a Muslim name now? Didn't he? Uh, is he Al the one Stewart? that 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 converted? What's his name now? Uh, no, Cat Stevens did. Oh, Cat Stevens. I'm thinking Al, Al Stewart might be dead now that I'm thinking about it. Yusuf um, Islam, Cat Stevens, right. Yeah. Um, today's, the little... fir- t- today's the first day of Ramadan. Yeah, well, happy Ramadan, uh, first of all. And um, do you have a little Cat Stevens for us today? I very much enjoyed Harry Chapin. Let me think, man. Um Take good care. We got a lot of people down there. Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. I'll take the instrumental. Um, you know, we mentioned HBK before, uh, for kind of being a heat magnet. And it made me want to talk about this with you on camera here. We hear from the outside about workers that are disliked. And I don't mean by fans because they're playing heels. I mean there's something about a person that in a locker room creates friction. Or maybe promoters creates friction for promoters. Difficult people that fall on the wrestler shit list for whatever reason. And HBK is undoubtedly one of them. We'll put the disclaimer back in for your friend today. Very different. I know there's religion involved, and and that's great. But I mean, there's also personal growth. Most of us haven't been in the ring in 20 fucking years. You know, it's like I meet a lot of douchebags in this business that haven't been in a ring in 20 years. Present company excluded, obviously. Well, I. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Let's just see where we go. All right. Go so this. here's the thing. So you hear a bunch of shit, right? You hear about. We talked a few weeks but ago. But you have about, to realize you, you, your perspective is going to be different than mine because. That's why I'm talking to you. I know. You hear, and then I lived with them. So. Right. So you will maybe dispel. Last few weeks, that's kind of what we've been doing. We did the misconceptions of Kevin Nash. We did a nice tribute to. Scott. I lied through that whole fucking thing. I was such a douchebag. You fooled no one. <laughs> um. So we talked about Rock's show, right, uh, when he did the character based on HBK, which I guess stemmed from the real-life heat right. that Dwayne had with him over I, what I heard, and I guess, you know, I'm an outsider, so uh, some shit over Leah Maivia and some things that uh, Sean might have said about uh, her and her promotion. You hear that Sean was perpetually arrogant. Um, you also hear, and I'm wearing the shirt for it this week. 
that um, he may have kept some people down uh, in the promotion. That I know that's a, that's generally assigned to the whole clique by by some folks. But uh, I call this the Tatanka shirt, by the way. Um, and it's just a name that you always hear was problematic for others in the company. Am I wrong to 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 believe this? I I would say that um, Sean doesn't have the greatest of uh, track records before he got injured and left. I think when he came back, his second stint when he came back and did the Hells in the Cells, and I think that that was a completely different Shawn Michaels. So the time, uh, the injury, and the time off. You're saying and, was... and grow. I think that he also. I think he he didn't think he was going to be able to continue. I think that he thought that um, that his dream had been been basically cut short. His run would be cut short, and on top of all that, you know, a lot of those years that um, he didn't participate um, were big money years in the in the industry for top guys. Um, but, uh, you know, the, 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 the rock stuff, that was, I mean, that was after he came back from the injury. So, but I don't know. Everybody was still very, very territorial. You know, it was, I'm, I'm sure they, they would be to this day, you know? And I'm it, doing uh, a project outside of this uh, that you know about, and it deals with the click uh, pretty significantly in this project. And something that I'm kind of learning from working with this other person is that though there was some self-serving nature to some of the decisions you guys made and some of the things you guys did in the company... Most times, you were talking about the company in general. Yeah. So even if if it was moving one of you into a position, it was because you thought. But it was it was also lobbying for other guys that you thought made for a better product at a time where you know the WF product could have gone either way. So, but would you say that that was consistent for Sean in his for Sean Michaels? In his decisions and in his So you have to realize that I can only speak from a fucking 93 to 96 window. Okay, so let's just talk about that because that was the... <clears throat> and, and that was, I mean, that was when the click was in its... Uh, I mean, we didn't even call ourselves the click. You know, Davy Boy came up, I think, with that name. Like, we didn't call ourselves the click. Um we, you know, we were just guys hanging out together, and it just when I right, that was a name know, that came later. But yeah, when, when I walked in the door and got in the got in the car, Duggan was sitting up front, and me and me and Sean were in the back seat, and we're leaving that first raw. And he said, "By the way, man, everybody hates us." He's talking about him and Scott. He's like, "Everybody hates us." And I'm like, "Oh, this should be fun." And then, like, I got along with most everybody. So when we had to, like, grub pills off people, they'd always go, Kev, Kev, you go, you go. They like you. Because they wouldn't want to share with them. 
Yeah, they wouldn't. Nobody would give them motherfuckers anything. Some but, rainbow stew. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Well, I mean, you became friendly with Sean, but it's uh, was there ever a time, maybe when you first came in, where you thought it could have gone another way, where he rubbed you the wrong way? No, you like oh, this because he, he 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 requested me. You know, you know, I was the guy. Like he, it wasn't like, hey, there's four guys. It was like, I want Nash. I know he's in a contract. They said, no, that's not fun. We're not going to fuck around with him. He said he, he told R- Robbie Steiner that he can get out of his contract. And when I found out that I could be with Sean, I knew that they were putting a rocket up his ass. I was like, fuck yeah. So I came in, and he was cool to me. And why wouldn't he be? Because he did need a bodyguard. You know? I mean, it was, it was, it was a shoot on, you know, in the ring and, and, and on the road. You know? And then we had Scott with us, and... You know, the only time Sean ever got fucked with was up in Syracuse when they split us up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I told I went in events the next when I got home from that trip. I said, this isn't a work. It's a shoot. I need to be with him. I need to, I need to take care of him. Like, I, you know. Well, that right there, that, it's someone who needs a bodyguard in, in real life. Well, he was also a handsome guy, and he'd walk into a bar and fucking the... the Jack off that fucking just, you know, he's got his girlfriend. She's, oh, my God, that's Shawn Michaels. And Shawn was never that guy. Shawn was never somebody that was out chasing fucking ass. Shawn was too, Shawn was fucked up by the time we got in the bar, you know. But he needed, that's what he needed. He needed somebody to fucking watch his back because we, we by the time we got into the fucking, you know, Whatever the disco was in Utica that night, <laughs> fuck, you know. But I mean, that's what, yeah, that's, I mean, but there was no we, behavior that rubbed people. Oh, listen, Tommy Rich was a great-looking guy. He was over. He didn't need bodyguards. What was it about Sean? Different era. Was it a like Rob said, a uh, an energy, a bad energy? You didn't see it. I got pissed off at him, but he was he was ultra competitive, and we all were. We all wanted more money. It was like, I guess when you got five guys, I mean, it was like the click was trying to fucking get into the the vault of you know this bank. So we were doing a bank job. So the five of us, everybody knew what the job was. And we were, we were working on fucking opening the safe. That's what we were worried about. We really didn't give a fuck about anybody around us. The five of us were opening the safe. You know, I just found the film, everybody. It took That's us it. six or seven months, but I just found the movie. Let the slapstick begin. Um, okay, another name. Let's move off of Sean now. Uh, Sid is another name that we hear is problematic. Uh, unreliable, maybe. I think. I think mm-hmm. more problematic with the, with the uh, the booking committees, where they kind of said, "Hey, we're going to give you Hogan's boots." He's like, "Yeah, I think you need a big vicious heel." As far as the guys, everybody likes Sid. He didn't hurt you. He wasn't careless in the ring. No. No, I mean people. 
people joked about him because when it came down to it, he'd rather play softball in the summer than fucking wrestle. And, and God, imagine this. He'd rather play softball than bounce around the country on a fucking ring. God. Well, who wouldn't? Uh, right. I mean. Exactly. It's like when it comes down to it. If you could do whatever the fuck you want to do, would you do what you're doing right now? If you could, somebody get whatever you wanted to do, if it was stay home and watch Netflix, it would pay you the same as you make right now on your job. Would you would, like? Would you be doing what you're doing? I mean, you, I, you I love like it? it's. I'm a bad person. I like being creative. I have to create or I die. So I would okay. definitely still be be doing something with. Send me the check, and I would still be making. Okay. product somehow but right. point well taken all right so no you didn't feel any, any and i'd still be heat. and i'd still be jerking off so i'd still well didn't say i was going to stop that but <laughs> um, that's, that's what i get paid for did um so no no sid he didn't didn't see any i didn't i i don't think sid ever had he he didn't with me I, well, so again know? so maybe this is a promoter thing maybe all the stories i, I think are, i think that i think that sid. he had more of a you know and i think that he had some issues when he got away from the business. I don't. I, Sid was 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 very core. I just I've always liked Sid. I've always considered Sid a friend. I liked Sid as a performer so much that the interview we had set up on Breaking Kayfabe that he didn't make it to because he lost his wallet at the airport. Um, I was going to talk to him about like the whole angle of that was I felt he should have been. One of the biggest names in the history of the business. From the look at the time and the intensity on camera, someone could have helped him with the, the verbiage on the promos. It wasn't here. The heart. He didn't have this. He didn't For want it. For those of you listening, he's pointing to his heart. He didn't, he didn't want it. He didn't want it. No. He wanted to play fucking softball. He wanted to play softball. So he was his own, he was his own worst booker, I think. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if, if if you, that it's not when people say you know Nash did it for the money, you know what? When you tear your fucking your quad, and the doctor comes in and goes, nobody comes back from a quad tear at 42, and you say the fuck I, I'm going to, and they say it's going to be a year, and you come back in seven months, that's somebody that's that's pretty determined to get back in the ring. So for somebody, but you didn't that, love wrestling. You loved I, the business, I, the creativity of the business. I, I it, loved. Right? I know. I, I loved to wrestle. You did. I just didn't love to wrestle, and fucking. I didn't love to wrestle for the sake of wrestling. If it was a pay per view, or if it was a good storyline, or you were out there with working with somebody that could go, but just to go out there to put fucking. You know, the old uh, 8 to 12, go over with your finish. You know, that that assembly line bullshit, you know. Well, but that's what I mean, the creativity of the crafting the perfect storyline and doing shit at the right you time. Can't, you can't do it in 8 to 12. Minutes. You know? Yeah, you can't do it in 8 to 12. That's like, you know what, man, go tear, go tear that fucking, see that fucking hot piece of ass over there? Go tear that shit up, 8 to 10 minutes. What? Probably bring it home in seconds. Should I be kissing? I'd be still kissing the bitch. Um, Bob Holly, you sometimes hear 
was uh, was stiff. He was stiff. That was that wasn't that wasn't the Bob that I knew when I was in the business. Like I said again, ninety three to ninety six. That wasn't the Bob Holly I dealt with. Bob was opening match or second match. Worked his ass off. Stayed quiet. Him and him and Sid fucking were training partners. He loved to go to the gym. He fucking dieted. He ate fucking smart. He wasn't a fucking drunk. I had no problem with him. But some other workers did, and and was that the main issue? The stiffness. I like. I mean, anytime I I've mean, been around know, Bob, I've liked Bob very much. I, th- I think that. I, I mean, when, when we had that one uh, stiff one when he was going. to basically fucking dissect uh, yeah. Ken Kennedy make make fucking uh leather fu- face <laughs> no uh, the, the uh, make Gacy look like fucking the, the peace corps mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck uh, it do we have a cat a contemporary Sorry. no listen not a problem a contemporary name that you hear is shit well i'm saying contemporary because it's more recent than the names that i've put out but seamus always heard was an asshole and i asked all the guys that i had on who were newer guys that worked with him and on camera everyone fucking baby faced more than one person when we cut said by the way seamus total asshole so, what have you heard? Like I said, I, I haven't heard anything, but nobody, nobody's going to. Seamus and Triple H are tight. They know that Paul and I are tight, so fucking that's going to go right. You're not, you're not going to fucking say shit to me. I, 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 I was, I was pissed off when I came back in Boston when McIntyre and him, fucking, they were pounding on me, and I was fucking the crowd was yelling Diesel, 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 and they just. I mean, they were just I mean, it like it was like a shoot. They were pounding me so fucking hard, and I was just like, it was one of those deals. Like, fuck, man, I'm not gonna fucking, I'm not gonna get in a fist fight out here if you can't. But it was hit. that stiff that you oh, were thinking Jesus about giving Christ, a receipt. Man. I, I didn't know how else I was going to be able to fucking make a comeback with them because they weren't going to. I hit one of them with something like a working shot, and they know sold it. I'm just like, like, yeah. See now that's dickish, is it not? Or it's inexperience. If you can't hear the fucking people, then it's not. You know, you can't hear the people, and then you know selling what should be a comeback. Well, it just tells it. it put it this way: it, it's not a good thing when a fifty-year-old or whatever, how old I was then. I, I know I was in my 50s. When I walked down the aisleway with my hair dyed black and put my glove on, and they took pictures, I didn't look any different than I did when I was fucking 34. So they... Shark Tank says, fuck that. They're going to push this old fucker over us. Fucking kill him. So... I had I'm su- no. I'm I had you... no. In- I had no intention. I'm surprised you took that so. Uh... Just it wasn't. 
I got in the car. I turned on fucking tw- Twitter. I was trending number one worldwide. I said, bingo. <laughs> you're, right. you're, much you know, more, you're much more controlled. Ah, uh, you know. I think in Dallas, the moment, in the moment, da- in the ring. I think Dallas used to say it. He used to call me Cavalier Kev. Like, eh, fuck it, man. That sounds like Dallas, actually. <laughs> All right, another name, Sonny. Sonny, also true. I'll feed you a little shit. Um, I I didn't like her. I actually liked her, like, you know, when she was going through all her trials and tribulations and trying to get her shit together, and, we, and we'd run into each other. I would, would have good conversations with her. I but think back both, then. I think we, but no, she just, you know, she was the original diva. You know, I think she fucking, she played it. And it was just like, you ain't drawing a fucking dime, so. Was she cunty to the to the boys? To some. That she wasn't screwing? Oh, but I, I, like I said, though, then again, I think I'm the only guy in the business that didn't hit it, so, <laughs> you know. And, um, Brad, and Brad, who got fucking accused of it. Oh, uh, what a shame. Fuck. By Sean. On Man. camera, sunny days. The sunny days comment. Imagine that. that. Very Me nice. working for you. Whoa, signs, signs everywhere, signs. <laughs> so that, that that may play into some of the the HBK yeah. dickiness. I saw a thing that I was out. going through the other day, and, and Brett was it, it was uh, it was like one wall of the cage was up. Um. And Brett was in the ring, and he was saying, I don't give a shit. This bullshit. It was after they fucked him. And Vince was out there. It looked like he had, like, a, like a coaching poncho, like, rain gear on or some shit. And I, it was in black and white. Excuse me. And uh, I, I don't know what it was from, but it was, it was Brett going on a tirade. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. this the shot? Yeah, that's it. I don't remember. Is that a house show? Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So Sonny, I guess, kind of confirmed there. Warrior sometimes makes the shit list. I just think he was just insane. He was insane, but when you have to, when you give your body. To someone who's insane, um, he didn't really do anything though. He all he did was clothesline and splash. It wasn't like he fucking had an arsenal of suplexes and he wasn't. Well, he dro- would do the press slam. Yeah, it wasn't. Right? Yeah, yeah, I ain't got to drop yet. He's he's dry. He's press slamming you over his. He's Back. not dropping you on on your head. You're landing. You're doing a belly bump. No, he he. You talking about somebody that had fucking? I, I had five moves. with that motherfucker have? Three. T- take out fucking. Take out uh, with Cornell. You say take out the hair flip. I had four. Right. Take out shake shaking the ropes. Shake the ropes. He had two. But you got the, the that classic fucking when he. I don't know if he was running a Warriors wrestling camp. Uh huh. 
And there's that fucking thing, and the, the, the guy says, you know, he's tired. He's like, fuck! Fuck! Are you fucking... What are you, what are you fucking... I've been on this planet, twerp, you motherfucker! And these kids are just like, he's going... He just goes berserk, and I'm just like... See, like, that, I could have got a... If, if Jim would have been that guy around me... I would have fucking be like, yeah, cool. What about um, his um, b- booking difficulties, refusals to job? Um, did you hear any of I, that? I think it's just the fact that he wasn't allergic to the bearskin rug. All right. So since you brought it up, <laughs> it's 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 his famous line uh, from Scott. What's the origin? What's the genesis of Vince and <laughs> can never, Warrior nah, on the bearskin rug? There's, there is none. It's just, it's one of those fucking. Well, who first that, threw it out there? Was it Scott first? No, it was. It was a story that we heard that was doctored. That was, it was the start at the front of the class. Um, your mom has. Uh, a fire hose in her hand and it gets to the back of the third grade class and you know your mom's fucking everybody at the firehouse right so it was i prefer to leave the story intact it's a it's a very loving image i have in my head okay jbl locker room bully feared by everybody workers like like edge was one of them i know that claimed a lot of hazing at his hand (sighs) I feel like I'm on that show fucking Rivals right now. And they're they're going around and they're talking about Batista and Edge's angle that I wasn't there for the entire fucking time. And they're trying... Like, JBL was... He, he just started... All I remember when JBL... We were on a European trip and he used to bring a bull rope to the ring with a bell on it. And I, I stole it before his match. And then all through his match, I would take my hand and stick it through the the curtain of the f- ring entrance and ring his bell, like ring the ring the bell on the rope like a dick. <laughs> and then when he came back, he was just laying there, <laughs> like nobody and nobody was going to say anything. It was just like it was a rip. But I mean, that's JBL didn't. But, but you talk to workers and you never. Yeah, but that's not it's like. So you, I haven't seen I haven't seen Edge and fucking. I saw I mean Edge sat down at dinner in New Orleans, one of those two shows. I hadn't seen him in forever. And um, there was a couple of I think Ray was there. There was a couple of us where it was like in a little restaurant that was in the hotel it was late later at night, and I think guys were going in there to get drinks, and we we, we ended up. Uh, I think uh, Edge and I ended up eating, and um, but when you catch up, it's just not like, hey, can I ask you a question? JBL, you ever rough you up in the ring? It's like it just doesn't come up. Okay, doesn't come up. Doesn't come up. Here's a name that I know you're not going to babyface: Bill Watts, Dick. Everything we hear is true. Bully. I should have beat the fuck out of him. 
And Cornell will hear this again. I'd like to see you try. Everybody thought that guy was so fucking tough. I'll guarantee that fucker had a glass jaw. Well, he was tough when he asked somebody to get on all fours, uh, yeah, and they get, did, let, and then he let me mule, him. yeah, let me mule kick you in the fucking chin. You know, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe maybe I didn't know him well enough. I don't know. But your um, your interactions with him were when he I came he in a, as a uh, no, well, he was in, for Vince. No, he was no, he was in charge of WCW. And he right, took for, everybody that was on contract and put us on nightlies. Didn't you then, though, work with him again in WWE and had an altercation no, he, at Madison Square he, Garden? He had the uh, he had the privilege to work underneath my reign. He fucking my reign. He had no fucking say so in anything that I did. Didn't you go home in about four minutes with Yoko when he was uh, after it took him forty five after it took him forty five minutes to put it, it was like two minutes after it took him forty five minutes to put the ring up the cage the cage you mean yeah fuck this you you're sitting there and you watch everybody packing up their shit and going home and these fucking guys can't put the cage together and Yoko and I because Yoko and I have been on the road. For 23 fucking days. And you guys just are, are going home tomorrow. After fucking your three day stint. Let us sit around here for 45 fucking minutes. Fuck us. No, fuck you. Was that though a receipt for when you worked with him in WCW? or No, he had nothing to do with it. He just, say, he just stayed and watched it. Oh. So he could be a cunt. So he could fucking. You guys didn't put in much time. And I knew that's what he was going to do. So no matter what we did was going to be fucking not enough. So why do anything? Right? If if he's already going to just stay there because this is the first time I can't go, Vince, shut him the fuck up because Vince is gone. So now he's going to fucking run his dick sucker. It's like, no, you're not going to run your dick sucker. You're going to, what the fuck was that? Fucking didn't you hear the people? Felt right to me. Walked right by him. Go fucking eat my ass. You want to talk to me? Fucking I'll be in the shower. I'll bend over. You go, I'll wash it up good. You can fucking get in there like fucking uh, Sandusky and fucking have a little horse play with my fucking anus. Well, I don't know if... Bill Watts slept well after that, but something that could have helped him would have been Sleep Me, the new home for the Chili Sleep products. They're bringing you the same great sleep that Chili Sleep did, but under a new name. I have one. I sleep on one. I have the Uller Sleep System, and the reason I have it is because everyone now knows that uh, science has proven that sleep uh, is is dependent on temperature, the quality of your sleep is. And temperature-controlled sleep repairs muscle, it improves cognitive function, you always start your day feeling sharp. Um, that's where Sleep Me comes in, okay? It makes the coldest sleep systems available. They create the environment that meets the body's natural need for lower core temperature. You can go down with it, go up. There's an app, you put it right on the phone, you control it all night long right there with your phones at your bedside. While you sleep, you can adjust the temperature. 
And um, because it is a water-based system that's uh, constantly flowing through the device, uh, you achieve that temperature rather quickly. Um, this comes from experience. I am telling you what I do. Uh, so I want you to experience the ultimate cooling power with, uh, listen, they just launched the Doc Pro sleep system with the new Hyber All, okay? So um, pair it with the new app, get real-time temperature adjustments, and um, this is the industry's first sleep tech that traps, tracks and optimizes your sleep, and you get the temperature in real time, okay? So here's what we've done. Head over to sleep.me slash Kevin to learn more and save 25% off the purchase of any new Doc Pro Uller or Cube Sleep System. This offer is available exclusively for Click This, the Kevin Nash Podcast listeners, and only for a limited time. That's sleep.me, S-L-E-E-P dot me, slash Kevin, to take advantage of our exclusive discounts. Wake up fresh, refreshed, ready to rock every day. That's an ingenious creation. I do love it. Um, what else? I Another thing I love... Kevin is when your public has access to you. And um, hashtag Ask Nash is how you can do that out there. God, I love it. No, I love it. So uh, George C. Scott Patton. A little Patton. (laughs) Sometimes we get uh, musicals. Sometimes we get dramatic reads. Never know what's coming. I love it. Uh, Fernum Schnavitz um, says, besides Scott, is there another friend or wrestler that's passed uh, that you still miss. Obviously not including your son. Love you. Um, Tess. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Rude. Mm. Uh, John Tenta, obviously. Yeah, but- I'm trying to think about people I travel. I, I spent time traveling with. I know I'm forgetting. forgetting those two something. are those two are fine. Yeah, we'll find selection. I'm sorry, but yeah, my rolodex on death doesn't go too far. I just I I, I don't get too far out of Scott and my son right now. Uh, anyone from the audience have something we can bring up? Our live studio audience, David. Uh, Kevin at WrestleMania 18 with Rock and Hulk. Was it always the plan for you and Scott to attack Hulk after the match, or was that on the fly due to the crowd reaction? Take us back to that night and Raw after. No, it was, um, we were supposed to, the original was, um, Hogan was not supposed to get that response, though he got it the entire fucking, uh, from Rosemont moving forward. Um, but they were, we were supposed to go over on, on Stone Cold, the two of us, which changes the whole coming down. And then we were supposed to leave Rock, in a, you know, leave, leave Rock in a pile, and the NWO was supposed to come out of it strong, and they just, which would have been heat out of WrestleMania, and they changed that night, the night before, and. The rest, as they say, is history. Correct. Mr. Whisper, Eric Bischoff recently spoke on his live Q&A about an altercation in Casper, Wyoming, where you and Hall almost went to blows with Hulk Hogan in the back before a show. Eric said he had to go get in between you all. 
What was this over? Creative control? Do you recall Casper, Wyoming? No. I mean, that was during all that fucking bike shit. (laughs) Road wild? Yeah. Scott and I were in a bad mood because fucking we were so tired of driving around on those fucking motorcycles in a goddamn brown Taurus. Smelling uh, fuel... uh, um, just a fucking like, the whole time. Just you know, you you you're supposed to be at the at the top of your fucking career, and you know, because uh, Ted Turner likes yachting, we're gonna have a match on fucking on a yacht. It's like goddamn man. You know what the uh, the, the the guy like Eric and those guys had a ball there, and I would never want to deprive that. Especially when you run into the fucking company and you made me rich. But in retrospect, I just didn't fucking... I, I don't care for Bike Week here. I just know that if I hit some... If if somebody fucks up and they're drunk and they cross over and even though I fucking got the reflexes of fucking Bobby Allison in his prime, I'm going to fucking hit you and I'm going to probably fucking kill you and it just fucked up, you know. Like, but Hogan, the, the altercation with Hogan. You don't recall what it was about? Oh, I, I'm sure we were fucking. I'm sure we were like fucking with him. I know he had a fucking. I remember one time somebody told me he, he made a blade, like he was going to cut our faces if we came at him. It got that. It got that heated. I think it was more. He got. We we all we were we were. Hey, you want to talk about a couple of dicks? Get fucking Hall and Nash fucking uh, uh, to two on one. Yeah, we'll put JBL, Sheamus. We'll put you put all those motherfuckers in a blender. Sean. Oh, don't think your name wasn't in every fucking research article that I pulled for that segment. Yeah, but fuck. I mean. We covered no you fucking, last week, though. Two yeah, weeks. I'm no, I'm no walk in the fucking park, and, and Scott, Scott definitely wasn't. So it's just like, you know what? The reason we got along with Sean because we were all fucking pricks. But that Hogan like doesn't work for me. An hour before the show, did it just fucking drive you crazy? Yeah. At the time, in retrospect, man, I. He he must have fucking. That'd be like having one chip left, and like you you get dealt a fucking. You're playing five card stud, and you get dealt, and you just fucking. Everybody's looking. He's like, ah, oh, he's fucking done. He just turns over that big fucking ace of spades. I'll take four. Like fuck you, man. Like he still got that ace, man. Boom. Doesn't work right. for me, brother. Especially when you're writing that shit and you got to time it and put commercials and boy, fucking quarter to fucking eight to re fucking retime an entire show. Good luck. Right. Brandon Good. Kev, I've listened to almost every episode and I don't think this has been asked. I know that when the Click This podcast started, T was uh, and still is a big part of the show. I've always wanted to know if Scott planned to be part of the show. Uh, like you, Scott and Sean together. It was no, no, Scott, because he was sick when we 
talked about this. But Scott did. Scott used to do a thing on uh, called Last Call with Scott Hall. He used to do like a little thing he put on Instagram. He had no, no, this was. I would have, though, um, if he weren't Scott, sick. Scott passed in March. Our first show was about Scott, which was in July. In July. But when we were serious about signing, and, and we did, that was like February when we started talking, February or March, yeah. and he was already sick. But I would have, certainly the thing is called Click This, I would have had all your friends on. Yeah. Um, anything from the audience? What do we got here? People patiently staying up with us to the wee hours of the goddamn morning. Travis Medway, hey guys, question for Kev. I remember him advocating a 100 rep workout. Does he still do this? Just remind me on the details. Is it with rests? It was a it was a workout done by Steve Mahalik, and um, of course you have to go very very light. It's it works great if you end up in like a hotel gym. And, you know, something like that where you could do, um, say, flat flat bench dumbbell presses with your hands in like this and do 30s for 100 reps. You know, it's one of those things. And you're going to have to rest because 100 reps of anything is going to be uh, – it's going to tax you uh, cardiovascular-wise. But um, it's, it's a good – also, though, it's it's one of those things where when you're injured and you're coming back and you, you know, you, you're so uh, geared to that 12 rep, 8 to 12 reps, and it's just like you're thinking, like, oh, I'll do this for 8 reps. Like, no, man, you don't need to do that for 8 reps. That's what you do. Like, you need just to get the nerves because when they cut through your shit, they cut through your nerves. They cut through your muscles. Everything has to reju- re- rejuvenate. Everything has to regenerate. And the best thing you can do is to let the pathways, you know, let, let all that shit start firing. And by by doing 100 reps, you're basically reteaching that fiber, you know, what, what to do in that movement. Okay. There you go. Uh, anything else in the house here? Who else do we have? Travis, I hope that. Uh, helps your next workout. Liam Evans. Kev, I see you're in Manchester next month. What are your plans for that weekend other than the con? I know that uh, Dallas uh, Dallas and I are going to catch you dinner because we haven't, we haven't had dinner in a while, so we'll catch you dinner. I get in Friday early. Um, I think I get into Manchester around 10, 30, 11. And we, I think we just signed Saturday and then fly home Sunday. So... I'll probably be at the uh, the hotel bar uh, at some point Friday evening uh, having a cocktail. All right, Liam. So if you if you see him, uh, buy him a cocktail. This is the uh, for the love of wrestling, um, which they are not going with any capital letters in that title for some reason. It troubles me ever so slightly. But uh, this will be uh, April twenty ninth and thirtieth. In is Manchester. It, is it two days? I don't know if you're two days, but there's two days listed here, Saturday and Sunday. I, I have two days. And uh, all the big names there. So, hold, on, uh, hold on a second. Let me... And, uh, let me uh, close to your 42 pounds to get your uh, photo taken with Kev. Barbarian will be there as well. Um, How's my prices? Let me see somebody else 
Who's a Hall of Famer in there? Who's Let's see. Hire? Zoom in here. We got some negotiations going to happen right now. Um, oh, you get a. I guess that's a group photo. Big so show, man. So, Go- so Goldberg is seventy-eight. How much am I? Uh, Forty. Forty-two. Good for Bill. Good for Bill. All right. Um, <laughs> Good for Bill. That motherfucker will be easy to know, show. Jim Davis, can you explain why Lex Luger is not in the WWE Hall of Fame and some lesser-known wrestlers are? This goes back to our Hall of Fame discussion. I, I, I don't know a rhyme or reason to any of that. I just... Well, we'll investigate. Yeah. Kevin knows people that know these answers. Price check on jackass is this next <coughs> oh, question. Uh, Big Kev, what's your opinion on, on Yao Ming's career? And where do you think he would have wound up ranking amongst the greatest big men had injuries not ended his <coughs> career so soon? I thought, I mean, he you know, he was tough, Matt. He, he, he played Shaq real well. He was a, you know, he was such a... He was like that kid from Purdue, but like very athletic, mm. strong. Um, yeah. Could he have been um, one of the more noteworthy centers if he wasn't sidelined? Uh, I think that's uh, – I think I am there Saturday and Sunday. I just checked. If I don't I fly out on Monday. Um, yeah, he had good touch. He just had, you know, it's it's it's, it's every it, it's like that. Like how good would Odom have been out of Ohio State? You know, that mm. first round choice that he played never. I just saw him on a, an ad during uh, the Final Four. I'm like, wow, man. There's there's a, you know, there's a, it's not like he was a Larue Martin where you know like the guy that went, and, you know, early was a. Uh, LaRue Martin went like the first pick and it was he was a disaster. A bust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we have in the house? Let's round us out with a couple of questions from the house. Brian Haramza. Um, you mentioned on the show last week that you're not a fan of the big guy from Gonzaga. Why not? Uh why no love for uh Drew Timmy or Gonzaga? That's just the kind of guy I just uh, that, that... <laughs> He's a great player. I just know that I'd have to cover him, and it'd be a fucking it, 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 that's one of those nightmares. To, to, a white boy that can play, it's like, oh god. So it's actually like a compliment, then. Yeah, to him it's a compliment. It's, it's like, yeah, just, remember I, I played against Tom Chambers at Utah. That Tom fucking, Chambers, that well, motherfucker, for Phoenix, right? Yeah, that fucker had hops. He was God. He was a good ball player. I don't hear from him. What is he doing? Yeah. Josh, is he a seven foot punk? I think so. Referring to Mister, I, d- I, I no, he's not that tall. I don't think Timmy's much more than six nine. Right, six nine was like a forward in the NBA. Yeah, a fucking shooting guard. Yeah. Um, all right, let's round out here with. Uh, let's bring up somebody else here to uh, Bobby. Uh, Kev, did Eric tell you what to wear to the June tenth, nineteen ninety six Nitro when you debuted? Um, did you arrive to the venue in a limo? 
I know I wore what the fuck I wore because that's that's a bar bat um, baseball cap I had on. The fucking Missy Hyatt was bartending there, and she gave me that hat. I can't. I saw her when I was the bar bat in Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, I was there a few yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, I was Labarbat. Yeah, that's what that hat is. I have on. I never knew that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I I wouldn't imagine they would have uh, put us in the limousine because it would have brought eyes to us to where because mm. I was supposed to be there, right. and it was like someplace. I think it was in Wheeling, West Virginia, or some fucking some, you know. All right. Well, what more can be said other than click? This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with podcasts. So, so do we want to do we want to real quick just touch our brackets to know what what so because it'll be over by the time we fucking come next. So, well, it's kind of all here on that pre-show, which was the show, didn't? Oh, we? that is true. We brought them all up on See, on yeah, screen. Absolutely right. So Wesley is sprinting to the finish line and upset in the making. He's not there yet, baby. That's what I'm predicting. Still, guys, he's got he's missing he's missing he's missing one of the final four. Oh my god! I was I was out, fucking, I was out faster than a than a drunken prom date. Uh, so if anyone's keeping score, there we are. Um, now I have, I have no goddamn chance in this fucking thing, do I? So this is, this is going to, you know what though, Steve, as pathetic as your points are, you have a max possibility if you max out at 140. So the, the future for you there is, yeah, me and Dom are just, we're sweeping the fucking arena. We're, we're. You you guys were you you guys are actually we're, we're, the other three of us are going to use you guys for just organs, <laughs> organ just organ donation at this point. Going to eat us on the island, <laughs> yeah, butterflies or whatever. I'd make a is. decent meal. Oh, well, folks, uh, yellow uh, yellow jackets. That's what, that. I've got this. Isn't that what it's called? The, the show, the, the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just I just saw it streaming. I watched the first uh, the first year. I'm like, oh fuck! But I'm watching that What If right now, which everybody hates Zellweger. So I'll be the only one watching that. Uh, producer Steve Kaplan, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver. A lot of people putting the song over lately. Yeah. Technical technical research was by Tristan Nash. Copyright 2023. Book and Sundance Media. Kev. Will you do another one as the uh, Click This March Madness champion next week? I, I, I mean, I was kind of, uh, I, I don't think I had a, uh, a proper uh, a grasp on where it was going the first week. But this week, I think we, we got the psychology of what we're looking for as the Florida guy needs to be the most Florida and the jersey needs to be the most jersey, not necessarily. It says, your Mac will sleep soon unless... What the fuck, man? <laughs> this is touching on the technical difficulties that kept our live audience in yeah. their seats for a half hour. You're probably just unplugged. Oh, maybe. Jesus, un- yeah. That would explain... Maybe it wasn't a power outage. That would explain what happened there. No, it's... the fuck? I moved my desk out. 
This is really what people should watch, the, the Fred Flintstone in Silicon Valley uh, aspect of the show every week. Yeah, because I'm, I'm usually too busy at this point of the night counting my fucking Bitcoin. Listen, the windscreen is valuable. I always debate whether I should put it on here and so I not worry about my plosives. Steve Kaufman, ladies and gentlemen, about to make an announcement about... Uh, oh. His, no, I was just, his just future with the with company. That. No, what? No, no big announcement coming. That announcement is for other people to make. Let me just tell. How right, we go can people be so? Je- just tell everybody how much Steve. Everybody on this show is great. Dom, who does our social media, I know I read everybody's credits, and and Wesley, very talented artist, and he, he does the audio editing. And but whenever we need graphics in a pinch, he's like, he's like Superman. Um, and Steve is like a workhorse. I mean, you could put anything on this guy's back. He not only does what you guys see here, the live management of this show and, and maybe some others, uh, on the network, but, um, uh, he does this, then he takes what we've done. He refines it. Uh, he works, uh, the video stuff. He, uh, works with, uh, Wesley on the audio, provides him in the audio, and then, it's strategy to managing what you guys see on YouTube and maximizing the visibility. Um, it's, a, it's a thankless job, um, but it's one that makes these shows go. These shows go because of guys like Steve, our entire crew. Um, but Steve's staring at you right now, so uh, I just want to thank you, Steve. It's, uh, it is a, a, quite a task. we got a good crew. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Crew, I- and now we can sign off. It's like anything else. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking about writing a song like that. <laughs>